0: Hey, beautiful co-creator. So another podcast. And today we're going to talk about the subject, the universe isn't a vending machine. So I think, uh, this is one of the number one manifesting mistakes people make. They see the universe as a vending machine. They ask for what they want with other words, put in a Euro, put it, put in a Euro in the vending machine and the universe delivers. And yes, technically, if you strip everything away, that is how it works. Ask and it is given. But that is only if there is no resistance between the ask and it is given part. And with most people, there is resistance and often a lot of it. And you have to clean that up to become a vibrational match with what you asked for before you can experience it in your reality. So this is what I see happen a lot. People ask for what they want. They do positive affirmation, affirmations or make a vision board or visualize. They, they try to think positive. Or they just tell themselves a story that they are doing the work and are taking actions, but they are only taking practical actions and aren't really willing to go within and go deep. And then what they want doesn't come and they get mad and frustrated. They say things like, what am I doing wrong? You know, I am doing my affirmations and thinking positive, doing the work and still it's not here. But the universe is not a vending machine. You don't just put in a euro, you know, positive affirmation or positive thought or a wish. And then what you want comes out. If only it were that simple. So no, this is how it does work. You ask for what you want. The universe triggers the hell out of you, brings situations and emotions to strip away all negative beliefs, dissolves the ego self, blocks you from taking actions that are not in alignment with the vibration of what you are asking for. And only if you are willing to go through it and not give up, then you get what you ask for. So only if you keep finding alignment and grow past all the limitations you encounter, then you get what you ask for. So most people give up way before that. And I get it. It's so much easier to just give up sometimes. So spiritual teacher Bentinho Massaro also calls this a day two moment. He describes three phases when it comes to manifesting something. It doesn't necessarily have to be on day one, day two, day three But that's how he calls it. Day one, you ask for something. Day two, the universe brings challenges on your path to ask you, are you sure you want this? Because, well, you haven't fully shifted your energy yet. So there's still some old residue there yet, uh, which which would attract situations. So, and then you can say, yes, I do. I do want this or no, I don't. It's too hard. I'm, I'm not willing to do it. So, and day three is when you say, yes, I do. And you are willing to do what it takes. What you want to manifest arrives. And when you get scared or whatever and back away or sabotage, it doesn't come. So an example, I interviewed Bentinho Massaro a couple of years ago. It was an amazing interview about money and spirituality. And uh, you can watch it on my YouTube channel or listen to it listened to it on my podcast. And when I asked for the interview, I didn't really expect him to say yes. In my eyes, he was this big spiritual teacher and I was just starting out with my business, but for some reason he did say yes. And I got extremely nervous in the weeks leading up to the interview. I was totally in my head about it. And what happened was that they postponed the interview because Ventio was sick. Uh, But he was only in the Netherlands for a couple of days. So I got really scared that I didn't get the chance to interview him. And at at that moment, I felt that I really wanted to do it. Despite of my fear, I wanted it so bad. So I affirmed to the universe that I really wanted it and that I was willing to do what it uh, took and shift into that energy where I was brave and willing to step up my game. And a couple of days later I got an email with a new date for the interview. And after the interview, I told Bentillo this story about yeah, they canceling and me thinking, oh no, but I really want to do this. And he also said, Well, you experienced the typical day two moment. So another personal example, about two years ago, I became aware of my desire to experiencing this epic soul fulfilling love. And actually it felt more like a call, you know, it felt like it was something bigger than myself. And I couldn't even ask for it straight away because subconsciously. I felt I was vibrating nowhere near the frequency that made that able uh, for me to experience that. I also felt on a subconscious level that I might not be able to stay with my husband figuring all this out. So when I was finally able to look at it and start aligning with what I wanted to experience and cleaned up a whole lot of shit Well, I fell in love with somebody and it was an amazing journey. I loved getting to know him. Getting to know him was like unwrapping a present, you know. The more I got to know him, the more I loved him. And it was the best time ever to talk to him and create with him and fell in love with him. And he felt uh, the same uh, way. But even with him. I wasn't in alignment with experiencing true love. When I look back at that journey, I was so attached to him. I was so scared that he might leave me. And I couldn't imagine my life without him. It was like I already missed him, even when I was with him. You know, so you can kind of imagine what I created with that energy. So he, he did leave me people mirror you so he could only push me away because i didn't give him space to just be in my life i just couldn't believe that i could experience something this amazing so i tried to control the situation and energetically pushed him away you know and i i'm not um making excuses for anyone's behavior you know but it's in the end it's also all an energetic uh, game, you know, and I probably mirrored his deepest fears and blocks too, because the way we felt for each other and how he left my life, it's so strange. I think we both acted from a really wounded place. And of course, this is really subjective, you know, because I already did so much personal growth work and, and he did too. But to experience this type of love, your vibration has to be really high vibe and you have to be fully detached and i still wasn't there on an energetic level so since he left i've been in this roller coaster of personal growth and even now he is not in my life physically he still mirrors me you know first i had to get over my hurt of him leaving then i had to get over my guilt of me hurting him and pushing him away and now I really had no. Uh, I know I really had no choice, but I still felt really guilty. And later I learned that also had to do with some past lives we were connected with each other, and it was the pain of a couple of li- lifetimes that I really had to purge and uh, release. And I got flashbacks of previous lives where we met up and played similar roles in each other's lives, and it hurt so much. So I sometimes. Literally felt that my heart was breaking. So I also now have to create my life with me thinking, still thinking about him 24 seven and letting him go at the same time because he's just not here at this moment. And I have to find a way to move on, take care of myself because I only can attract love with him or anyone else. If I'm in alignment with true love myself, if I learn to fill up my own cup, take care of myself, uh, love myself unconditionally, you know, whether I am in a relationship or not. And so I have to learn to fully love myself and I have to learn a million other things, you know. Uh, This was like a a STEAM course the last couple of weeks. And I'm doing better and better every day. and, And it's still the biggest challenge I've ever been through. It forces me to create on a whole new level. And it's funny because I think we can all relate to this. That you ask yourself the question, if I knew it would be this hard, would I have asked for this thing, you know? Would I have put my euro in the vending machine? But yes, I I would definitely have put my Euro in the vending machine. I did experience something real with him and I will cherish that for the rest of my life, even if we never find each other again. And I also trust that if I work through all this and heal myself, that I will experience a love that is even greater than what I experienced when we were together. So whether it's with him or if the universe brings someone else on my path, so To conclude this thing, you can ask for everything and the universe can bring you anything, but in order to become a vibrational match, it could be that you attract contrast and challenging situations. And then you have to stay committed to what you want. You can never give up. Well, maybe you can give up for a little while. You know, there were definitely a couple of moments during the last couple of weeks that I wanted to give up on this journey. But at the end of the day, my soul is urging me to keep aligning with love. And all I can do is listen. You know, to feel what I feel. To follow my intuition. To accept and follow my desires. To step into my own power. Fully create from that place. To keep believing in myself. To keep believing in what I'm feeling. What I'm uh And that I'm not making this whole thing up. I'm not crazy, you know, to raise my vibration and become the happiest person I can be. Even though the situation challenges me every single day. So to keep following my alignment, keep working on detachment. So are you also willing to do that with what you are manifesting? And remember, the universe is not a vending machine. You can have everything you ask for. But what you have to put in is not just a positive affirmation. You have to put in raising your vibration until you are a vibrational match. No matter what it takes, until it takes. So thank you for listening. Love you always. See you next time. Bye bye.